Okay, today's a very special episode for two reasons. Today's the 200th episode of the Transform Your Workplace podcast, and it's my birthday. August 29th is when we're recording it. It should be up today, but I've got a very special guest, Angela Perkins, who's also my boss. Angela, hey, how you doing? Hi, Brandon. Happy 200th episode and happy birthday. Thank you. Today, we're, we're doing something a little unique. Uh, I've been on sabbatical all of August, so we thought we'd have a short podcast discussing how it's going, both for me on sabbatical and, and for Angela, who's been without me, uh, which I'm sure she's doing fine, <laughs> but she's been without me for all of August. And we thought we'd talk about it. like it's a really unique benefit that a company would offer a sabbatical. And um, we offer them at 10 years, 20 years, and 30 years, although I don't know if anybody's made it to 30 years quite yet. But so people are close. And it's just a, it's such a fascinating benefit that I had the privilege of having this year. So I thought we'd talk about the benefits, the 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 well, the really the pros and cons of it, and then also uh, you know from my perspective, and then also risks for for Zenium, and also the benefits of Zenium. So does that sound good? That sounds great. I'm excited okay. to talk about it. When I first started, it it really took me probably like a week, week and a half to really get settled in with with the sabbatical, I've honestly, I don't take a lot of time off. So it's really hard for me to just disconnect. <laughs> I like yeah. in this modern world of like white collar work, we're just always connected. So I think you and I were talking at one point, it's like, Hey, just shut off email from your phone. I was like, Oh, yeah. I never thought about yeah. like just switching it off. Right. I had to get in kind of scolding mode because you were definitely yeah. still there and and thinking about Zenium, which is great. And your loyalty was there even during sabbatical, which is natural. But yeah, trying to um, get out of the day-to-day, especially with how hard you worked in preparation for the sabbatical, I think that yeah. was part of it is you were going 80 miles an hour up until the you know the day you left. And so to just switch that off is kind of not human either. So it, it made sense. But moving your email off was kind of a game changer, I think. Yeah. And I think like one one thing I was telling you that I was going to do and you, and you proofread it for me, but like the autoresponder is really everything because it really sets the tone for, you know, if you're going to be still looking at stuff or if you need to just like literally delegate and push it off to somebody like if you need me, you actually have to go through, you know, Angela mm-hmm. or Julie uh, right. And most people have been respecting that. So I've been just deleting emails, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. You know, one thing I, I kind of noticed about about this sabbatical in general is that, you know, since I haven't taken a lot of time off and it's been 10, 10 years that I've worked at Zenium in, in the workforce, I kind of feel like in today's modern world, five years probably seems like the right time. And I know it's a big burden on our business because it is a big cost, either in hard costs or productivity loss. But I kind of feel like five years is the right time. Just because of like, the way talent is like people just don't stay at companies that long. So if you want to give them an mm-hmm. incentive, 10 years is like it's light years away for a lot of people. Uh, right. Now I made it. Right. And there's a lot of people at our company that have made it. But I kind of feel like you need more points of, you know, refreshing your your mind and your body. What do you think about that? Sure. Well, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think what the, the big thing is the the shift in the marketplace. And, and even if you think about how we look at resumes today when we're screening for new talent in our companies, we aren't necessarily saying, oh, there's been a lot of jumping around. They've moved every two years. It's almost become the norm. So to your point, yeah. 
people staying 10 years is like super cool. And Zenium's really proud of the tenure that we have. And we joke around with that, you know, there's something in the water here, right? That, that has this long loyalty sort of vibe about it. But um, making sure that we're recognizing what the up and coming talent is motivated by is something that yeah. we have to keep looking at. I think sabbaticals in general, I'm just, you know, you, as listeners are saying, gosh, we, you know, we have a, a pretty healthy PTO policy, but we've never considered a sabbatical. It's a pretty unique benefit still today. I think back actually to the Beyond Comp uh, work that, that we did and the, the big survey stuff that we did. We uncovered that not a lot of small business, small to mid-sized businesses even offer a sabbatical. So it's, you know, yes, we need to be looking at the frequency of it. Other employers that have never offered it need to be looking at, is that something that would be a motivating factor for both retention and recruitment? Because time off and the ability to explore and do things outside of work is, yep. you know, becoming that much more of a, a focal point. Yeah. And I think like sabbaticals, you know, like just looking at myself, I don't take a lot of PTO. In fact, I recently I capped out on on PTO. I just don't take it. So I think we we can carry over like six weeks at a time and I'm at that mark. So mm -hmm. for somebody like me who I you know I pride myself on on being there, being productive all the time and I love being connected. I love my work. I genuinely love my work. To me the sabbatical really speaks to a person like me. And and you know for an employer, you really a sabbatical would be great for your really productive people. Who, um, who who literally just need a break and you almost have to force them to do it because you can't really force somebody to take PTO. Right. You, you right. know what I mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because, um, you know, the, the PTO, you could almost, it, just flipping it back on you, you don't take, you are really strategic about your PTO. I always give you a hard time about this where <laughs> there's like a three-day weekend and you put a day on the front end and a day on the back end and then you have five business, right? Or five days yeah. off. But it's only yep. two days of PTO. And so that's, it's really strategic utilization of that balance. Um, you could take two to three weeks off and still have a lot of PTO left over. So you could do like a mini sabbatical if you were disciplined to do it. Totally. Right. So that's the other thing with employers is like, is a sabbatical doesn't replace a strong, healthy PTO policy that is going to, again, let employees get away and take a break. Um, I think it's hard because sometimes the job demands, you know, whether the the company demands it or not, you yourself hold yourself accountable to being here and being productive and doing all of that. So yeah. the sabbatical did force you out the door. You would never have taken four weeks if no, not at all. It didn't require it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it required it in the sense of you're going to take your sabbatical. It has to be consecutive four weeks. Correct. Pick your dates and go. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that that is a good fit for you. Totally. I had a podcast listener, uh, I think it was on Twitter. She saw that I was still active. And because that was one thing I really wanted to do is I wanted my presence to still be there and just, you know, mm -hmm. to develop the personal brand. But she had uh, posted a definition of sabbatical on Twitter towards me. And she was sort of calling me out, I think. And it was basically, I can't remember the definition exactly. But it was like, time off to uh, be away from work, but to learn new things and to Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. whatever it may be, but I was like, you know, that's that's a good perspective. Like, literally, yeah. just disconnect, yeah. 
and focus on other things. Focus on a hobby, focus on something new that I want to learn, focus on my family, all those things. So right. So let's talk about that. I yeah. mean, that if you think about the reason, and I want to hear from you in terms of the employee experience, but the employer intent behind the sabbatical is for exactly that. It's to detach, yep. to um, reboot, to re-energize, to maybe explore something, you know, like that you wouldn't be able to do in regular PTO. So mm-hmm. a lot of folks might travel internationally or they might take a class that is going to be a four-week, you know, intensive class or what, whatever the case may be, they're able to do that. The other added benefit for um, the em- on the employer side, your gap, your not being here allowed other folks to step up and step yeah. in. Whereas if you weren't here, that opportunity wouldn't exist. And so people like um, the marketing support team that you have here were able to step in and do Brandon things. And, um, and that's a huge benefit for you because when you come back, the ideal is that you don't take all of that back. Correct. You allow folks to keep some of those responsibilities because they grew while you were yeah. gone. Um, and so that's a huge benefit for the company. You know, there's larger employers that do sabbaticals for exactly that. And they, I'm thinking of Intel specifically, they have a requirement around how you utilize your time. Hmm. And one of it has to be that you're you're developing a skill or a so you have to take a class or you have to learn something new. And I, I don't know the intricacies of how they outline that, but you have to report it back to the company. And it's forcing people out of their comfort zones. So for you as an employee, I mean, do you feel like at any point, once you kind of truly detached, where did you invest your time? in terms of doing something and learning something or being someone that you can't be when you're at work all day? It's a great question. I don't know if I have a specific answer for you, but I, I'll tell you that um, it, it took me a good week to to really figure out how I wanted to spend it. Because I early on, I really thought I was going to... Um, I was going to journal every day. I was going to I was going to prioritize everything that I wanted to accomplish. I sort of got into it and I'm like, I started doing that and then... I was like, I just want to do what I enjoy, but do more of it. So I, I read a lot. I exercised every single day. I think I only missed one day of exercise and it was only because I was traveling. Mm-hmm. So basically, we're on day 29 of a sabbatical. I've exercised 28 days of it. So I'm proud of that. I've read a ton. I can't say that I've learned any like new specific skill or anything like that. I'm definitely sure. learning. Didn't I'm, take a cooking class? No, I, I don't even enjoy that. So, <laughs> but, I have, I, but I've spent a lot of time with my family. I've, I've, my kids are yeah. obviously not in school right now. So I've, I've, done, I've been there for the, my family and my kids. I've spent more time with them. I've played... Uh, Mario three with my son more times than I can imagine. Uh, it, <laughs> so great. for me, it's about it was about connection skill wise. Yeah. You know, I'm always sort of fine tuning and sharpening the saw, so to speak. So I, I knew you probably didn't have to worry about me from that perspective. I'm always trying to learn. But new I, I would just I wouldn't underestimate what you did do and learn just by those things. When I say learn, it doesn't mean yeah. you studied and learned. You know how to do karate or something you know what i mean like it doesn't have to be a specific new but just giving yourself extra perspective and space i think that's huge so um and do you feel would you say that you feel rejuvenated and and have an energy about you for work that is unique from when you left 100 100 100 i think that's the benefit that i would say like the probably the biggest benefit for for zenium and for me is that 
with this much time off, you truly get to detach. Uh, yeah. You've been really great, um, almost to a fault uh, in a way, because I'm like, <laughs> I hate the isolation and I love the connection. Sure. You and I have a great partnership. And same with Julie, too, who's on my team. It's like, I have such a great connection, but at the same time, you guys detach from me completely. And I know that you do that out of respect and, and I appreciate that. And it allowed me to sure. like fully get away from Xenium. You guys took care of whatever probably came my way. So I feel refreshed. I feel re-energized. And by the time I come back on September 3rd, if if I feel like it's going to be a whole new me, like I'm going to come back yeah. and I probably won't, to your point, won't take on a lot of the things that I was doing. Uh, those would be absorbed by other people. And I'll come back and probably market Xenium better than ever. I hope. <laughs> right. Now, I think um, energy around your role and how you feel at work is so key to productivity in general and and not feeling worn down. And I think we all can get into the grind of just being exhausted. So yeah. granted, going back to your point of is once every 10 years good enough, <laughs> especially for someone that doesn't take a lot of longer breaks to rejuvenate. Yeah. Um, and who knows, maybe maybe the sabbatical will actually be a jumping off point for you to be a little bit more intentional on your your PTO management. And you'll realize that, wow, you know, I'm going to give myself, uh, you know, a, at least one week, one solid week, or maybe 10 days off once a year or something like that um, versus long weekends or whatever. But that those things are, I think, important to recognize as benefits too. With a month off, it's it's seriously so much time. And it's it's funny because there's there were times that I was in it and I'm not doing anything. I'm just kind of sitting around the house doing nothing, like twiddling my thumbs. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm wasting the time. Like I could be using it. Like, and I, I, I did relax. I did enjoy it. But I think being intentional about it would be something I would like if I were to redo it all over again, I probably would probably do it in chunks. Like, okay, today I'm just literally going to do nothing. I'm going to sit around. Sure. But then other days sure. I would probably want to plan it out. What am I learning today? Who am I going to go have coffee with? And, you know, things like that. So I think, right. right. Yeah. And I, and I would also think like your point about um, a company saying like, okay, coming back and reporting on what'd you learn. I think that's another way to structure it. Like, even if you did like a sabbatical for two to three weeks, maybe the company says, okay, you need to learn this or you need to develop a skill and report back. But also maybe if you short instead of a month, maybe you go to like two to three weeks and the company provides a little bit of cash too. And sure, like sure. maybe then the employee can go on a vacation because I felt like some of my best times were when I was out of my house. Cause then I felt of like course, I right. was doing something worthwhile. Like my favorite, it's the experience. Yeah, my favorite time yeah. was in Sun River. Sure, and I got a chance took to your connect, family. Took my you family away from the day to day. Yep, yep. Because then I'm then I'm not then I'm not likely to clean clean the house or do things that are part of just regular life. I get to literally just disconnect right. from even my life. Right. You know what comes up for me is too is you know we have a um, volunteer time off benefit as well um, at Zenium and. Thinking about um, you know contribute the the employer contributing to something for the sabbatical could be interesting around volunteer time. Oh, I love that too. Yeah. Is to say right like if you can dedicate whatever two days of your four weeks or whatever you would want to put, then we would contribute X to a donation to that volunteer mm -hmm. place that you put your time or because all of that stuff is just so 
fulfilling. Um, and it, if an employer contributes in, to an employee feeling like they're giving back and they're contributing to the community and all of those things, I feel like you would see that benefit at work. So there, there's all kinds of fun, creative things you could do. And I think it's just important to continue keeping your pulse on what's important for today's exactly. knowledge worker. You yeah. and I talked about that before you left. It's like, we don't ever go home in this space of, you know, sort of just the the white collar knowledge worker, you don't go home not thinking about work. And it's exactly. not Zenium's fault. It's yeah. just what it is. And so how do you continue to allow people to explore and find their purpose in other things? You know, if there's one thing we were talking about, like, what did you learn? Or what, like, what skill did you develop? I think the one thing that I really focused on was mindfulness and, um, you know, my mental health. Because if you are connected all the time, I mean, stress is like a it's a killer. And for me, like I was taking, mm-hmm. I was taking mm-hmm. walks all the time. I probably read two or three books on happiness while, while it's gone. Sure. Yeah. The book I just started was on sleep because I don't sleep well. And all those things is I want to gain the knowledge so I can actually take action in my life. Like if I'm on a regular workday schedule, where do I fit in, whether it's meditation or quick breaths or whatever it may be, that's going to make me more effective and healthier. So yeah, that's yeah. I'm working on that still. Again, it's sort of a, a, the the sabbatical provides space, right? Yes. So like all of those things, you you are sort of forced to detach. It took you a little longer than maybe some would. I I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I my ten year sabbatical was spent on leave with my <laughs> now yeah. nine year old, yeah. right? So I I was in a whole different space than you were, and it certainly helped financially, right? Because you get paid during that sabbatical, and so it was like a paid leave for yeah. me. But totally different. I mean, yes, I was detached, but I would have been anyway mm-hmm. um, because I would have been home with my newborn baby. You, um, so yeah, and you said something very specific there. Um, uh, it provides space, and I think that's yeah. how I'd articulate it too. Because in this constant state of busyness that we are, you know, like everybody says, like, "Oh, how you doing? I'm busy." Right? Like we can make excuses <laughs> about how we fi- we how we yeah. fill up our time. Like we're always busy. You just fill it up with whatever yeah. you you know, whatever gets thrown at you or whatever. So I think there's excuses to be made, like when you are working and when you have family stuff going on that like, how do I make the excuse if I'm out for a month that I don't have time for working on myself or, you know what I mean? It's, it's a lot, it's a lot easier. I have no excuse. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's absolutely right. Couple, couple downsides. I talk about isolation. Um, It is, it is hard because I'm just with my family and I try to reconnect with friends, but like I'm, you guys are like the people I work with are a lot of them are friends and I, I enjoy being connected. So the isolation has been hard. And then the fear of like missing out and mm-hmm. just the world moving on without me. I always like to be needed. Sure. I'm a typical millennial, um, love feedback, all those things. But like, right. you know, how much has changed so without me being there? So that turned off for you. Yeah. Other than obviously your wife was probably giving you great feedback on how nice it was to have you there. And I know your relationship with your son, he wants to be you, right? So you were getting all kinds of feedback. It was just not of the professional nature. Um, I think what comes up for me on that is purpose too. So many of us get so tied to our jobs and that's our sense of purpose. So another added, I mean, so it's a, it's a downside to feel detached from that, Mm -hmm. but it's a, a positive to sort of connect to other things besides um, your day-to-day work. And while, you know, being fulfilled in your job is huge and super important, uh, it's good to have some 
variety in that and not be isolated just to feeling fulfilled in terms of purpose with your job. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a cool, painful at moments, right? Where you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to not do <laughs> my work, right? And I'm just going to not worry about what's happening at Zenium. And that's hard yeah. because you're so dedicated normally. Totally. Let's talk about some of the benefits for Zenium. And then let's talk about some risks. So there are risks involved uh, with sabbaticals. So the benefits first, I from my perspective, and you probably have a different perspective than I would, um, the employee comes back refreshed and re-energized, hopefully, depending on how you spend the time and how healthy they were. The, the person, in, in my case, I get to lift myself up out of the day-to-day to where if I you know, it was sort of, you know, still sharpening the saw, so to speak, I would hopefully come back with either new ideas, um, hopefully somewhat objective view since I've lifted myself out and, and new learnings to apply to our business, you know, in my particular role because of, you know, been studying i had a chance to to read study learn from other people and then come back and come with a different approach what do you think right you're out of the whirlwind you're out of the whirlwind so you're not your brain power is not taken up by tactical day-to-day challenges or other people's priorities right you're completely free to focus your energy somewhere else so yeah, I would agree that, that that's a huge benefit for both for the employer mm-hmm. and then for you yeah. health-wise, just in terms of, um, again, having some space. And I already kind of mentioned from my perspective, the, the greatest benefit aside from those things you just mentioned is what it does for the, the team remaining. So I won't get into it now. I'll save this for Tuesday, Brandon, but I have some <laughs> personal learnings for oh, you being gosh. gone, right? So gaps that are are you're filling that is great because you're filling them. And then you realize, oh, wow. So if like, if no one else knows how to do that, then what is that? That puts a huge burden on you. It's a, it's a um, single point of failure and success for the company. So I think you, you can't see those things when you're never gone for a long period of time. Exactly. So I think that's a huge advantage for the company to be able to see and get exposed in that. And I'm like, this is not big stuff. You and I will laugh about the things that I'll share with you on Tuesday, but the listeners don't need to be drugged through all that. So, (laughs) and then, and then the Julie piece, right? So the, the up and coming talent underneath you gets to stretch. And I think that's been huge for her and would be in any company. Mm -hmm. And it might be a whole department that gets to lift up. It might be a person. It might be the leader of that role because they have to kind of pop in and do some of those jobs. So I think that's the the greatest benefit that we talked a little bit about yeah. earlier. It's funny because it's almost like a forced workforce planning assessment with this one, totally. one particular yes. role or whatever, but you get to see the gaps. It's a gap analysis. Yep. And to say like, oh, wow, this one person was like holding on to all this information. They're gone now. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Yeah. Absolutely. And that's a, that's a risk in Absolutely. any business too. So let's talk about the risks. Yeah. yeah. From my perspective, if, if the employee wasn't, you know, making the best of choices while they're out, whether it's, you know, healthy choices or wasn't learning anything, wasn't getting better at their role in their, their area, they come back worse. I mean, that's a, that's a risk. Hmm. I don't know. That's just hmm. came to my mind. I don't, I don't, yeah, that's interesting. I don't, I think 
Because people rejuvenate in so many different ways. I mean, maybe there would be the person that would come back saying, I literally watched 114 movies. <laughs> I mean, I came close. Feeling, but... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have no, <laughs> that's awesome. I have, you know, I, we've had quite a few people go through the, the tenure, especially and, you know, everyone kind of handles it a little bit different. There's some that get really adventurous and go on big trips. Yeah. There's others that um, I think you did a podcast actually with Lacey around her tenure and she did it around the holidays, which was pretty unique because most people take it in the summer yeah. here in the Pacific Northwest. That's you're going to take advantage of the weather. She did it around the holidays, which I thought was really smart because that is a nutso time, right, for most people with kiddos and um, you just got you got family coming in and you have holiday parties and all of that kind of stuff. So she gave herself space in mm -hmm. this usually really stressful time. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, it's a it's a risk. I don't I, maybe it's more of a risk for the employee to not take advantage of the time versus the employer, because I feel like an employee with four weeks off is going to do what they see as a rejuvenation True. or a, use the time as they see. Yeah. Good for them. And as long as they don't. I, you're, another point that I think you were going to potentially make is, I mean, the biggest risk is that the sabbatical gives someone a time to fix up their resume and go look for other work. Correct. Right? Well, you or, and I were joking before. Or, or I think, leave. Yeah. yeah. Like before, like a couple of days before I was going, like how many interviews do I got set up? You know, like, will I come back? Yeah, yeah, and of course totally. that, you know, yeah. you know me and I were, you and I have a very open relationship <laughs> about, you know, those kind of conversations, but like, that is always a risk. Like, Will somebody come back after the sabbatical? Like, what perfect yeah. way to plan their exit during their four weeks off? Sure, and I don't, I don't think that that's happened to us per se yet, right? Knock on wood. Yeah. Um, but it it could certainly be a risk. So if an employer is listening today, they're like, okay, but what's my risk? And I'll go back to your suggestion of five years. I think it would be a greater risk those shorter durations mm -hmm. that you get. Um, because someone might say, you know what? At four years, I'm kind of feeling antsy. I don't really see my future here. But I'm going to just hang out and wait till my five-year sabbatical, take my four weeks, and then hit the road. Mm. Ten years, that, I mean, you can't fake it for 10 years, let's be honest, right? Either on the employer or on yeah. the employee side. You're going to cross that finish line and and hopefully there, there's something that kept you there for a decade. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I think it's a risk. But again, knock on wood, we haven't had anyone peel out like right after their sabbatical. Yet, Brandon, unless you have something you nope, want to tell me. Nope. <laughs> I'm an open book. You know me. <laughs> so the only other thing that I can think of from a risk standpoint is just straight up lost productivity from person not being present, working, uh, or because they hold specific information like we were, we were talking about, yeah. like a single point of failure. But ultimately, like the, the true cost of of the sabbatical is not just, you know, continuing to pay wages, but it's it's the lost productivity. You're, you're still paying out yeah. money and they're still accruing PTO, but you don't get the productivity for it. So that's, sure. that's the biggest and it may risk. Create some, yeah, it may, it, I think the smaller the business, the bigger this issue is yeah. and why probably a lot of small businesses haven't been able to adopt benefits like this. Because if there is a single performer in, in a lot of small businesses, there's one person doing X job. There's not someone to kind of fill the gaps. There's not capacity to pick up that work. So, you know, if you have to hire a temp a contractor or do something creative to get the work done, that's pretty challenging and, and pretty expensive for a business. Yeah. Well, you know, just just 
kind of putting a bow on this conversation. I think it's an amazing benefit. I am 100% refreshed. I am right. I'm pretty much ready to come back. It's That's great. We're ready to have you back. Oh, well, I, <laughs> For it's, sure. it's nice to hear that. For sure. It's, it's been a, it's been a great time. I, I don't know how else to describe it other than just, I've been able to clear my head, focus on myself, my family. Um, I, I have been sharpening the saw. I promise you that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, I would never expect anything less from you <laughs> and you only have 10 more years to go and to get another one. I know I'm excited, so <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, the countdown's on. I'll tell you, like if, if people are considering either like implementing a sabbatical or, or, or take, they're going to take one, do it in the summertime. Like the, with the weather, <laughs> there's so much more to do. So much to do. Yeah. I couldn't imagine yeah. in the wintertime being stuck well, in the house. Right. Well, I mean, I think compare notes with Lacey, right? So yeah, she true. she did that and used her time to to do all the holiday shopping and all of that and didn't feel stressed in a time that normally is pretty stressful for her. Yeah. So I think yeah, I'm with you, though. I, I You won't catch me taking a sabbatical outside of <laughs> summer months because I definitely want to be outside. And you're, so. and you're having no more, well, no really, more babies, really... right? So you won't be taking your sabbatical uh, during no. leave. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I will not be doing that. Yeah. We're super excited to have you back. Congratulations again on the 200th episode. That's amazing that you've been at this and have created this really valuable resource for employers and HR professionals. And we're excited to get this one published yep. and excited to have you back. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming on, Angela. I appreciate the, the time and, and it was good to reconnect with you. Ditto. See you Tuesday. See ya.